0: Welcome to this week's End of Days Update, coming to you from Tulsa, Oklahoma. We had such a great time in Lincoln, California, at Grace Life Church this last weekend. Everybody was so pumped about the coming of the Lord. We had a great time there. Look forward to going back there next year, same time. So we're coming to you every week to look at the different things that point to the coming of the Lord, specifically the gathering of nations for the Ezekiel 38 war, because that happens just after the rapture. And, uh, you know, the rapture is signless, but the second coming has tons of signs. So we try to kind of get into both areas so that we can see how close we are. I hear people say, how do you know that the Ezekiel 38 war is after the rapture? Well, God intervenes on Israel and during the church age, he does not. He leaves it up to the church. So all of a sudden it's old covenant time, seven years of old covenant time that the Lord owes them. It's for the Jews and for the holy city, man, he totally intervened. So that's why we know that. And right now you're watching the stage set for the Ezekiel 38 war with Iran's connections with Russia and Turkey are absolutely amazing. I'm still kind of in awe how visibly they're coming together and not trying to hide anything at all. So uh, that's the amazing thing. So remember Jesus... He rebuked the crowd one time. He rebuked the Pharisees over and over and over again. I know we talk about it, but why did he rebuke the crowd? He said, hey, you can tell what the weather's going to be, but you don't know your hour, your visitation. So he wanted them to know. Same thing, when he went into town, the demons started crying out instant submission. Uh, They started crying out to Jesus. Are you come to torment us before the time? So they knew that Jesus was on a schedule. He was just early. So if demons can know, we should know. Well, the Lord wants us to know why. If you realize how close you are to the coming of the Lord, you'll make changes in your life. And the whole purpose of these videos and getting into all the signs of how close we are, so you'll have great joy and great expectancy. There's something about great joy producing great strength. You need strength at the end of the race. People uh, build up carbs as much as they can when they're running a race. So at the very end, they still got some fuel. And this is all to have fuel and joy uh, just before we come. So let's pick up what's happened around Israel. Boy, probably the, the interesting thing happened a few days ago. Israel did another airstrike. This is a second one in one week on the airport there in Aleppo. So what happened? They waited till the Iran's Revolutionary Guard was bringing in arms, flying them into that airport. Israel struck the runway, blew the runway up while the plane was on final approach. They waited till it was almost landed so they could say okay, this plane is full of arms. Blew the uh, the uh, airport up runway, so that plane had to divert. But it's weird how Iran seems to be bolder and bolder about shipping arms down into Syria, and Syria is getting verbal about, Israel, you can't take these planes out anymore, but they don't say a word about stopping Iran from hauling missiles down there. Just like the last two weeks, Hezbollah has literally been stockpiling so many weapons on the northern border of Israel that it, to the point America came and said, Hezbollah, you've got to stop stockpiling missiles and weaponry on the northern part of Israel. It's bl- blatantly looking what you're going to show them what you're going to do Uh, pretty intriguing it looks like the Iran nuclear deal is pretty much off why do you say that uh, because this is one of their stipulations. They said, well, we won't, We don't want the agreement to go through because we won't do it if you have people o- overseeing us or watching us by camera. The International Atomic Energy Agency said, you've removed all these cameras, so you want an agreement where we can't oversee anything when they're literally lying about the centrifuges that they have over and over and over again. So you're, you're dealing with a group of people that are bent on doing this. And I even like that America said, Israel, we're not going to tie your hands. You need to do what you need to do. And it looks like Israel's gear up for intervention for that. We talk about that all the time but why do I say that? Israel bought some more tankers uh, but they're basically Boeing 767s that are retrofitted for in-air mid-air refueling. So they're telling Iran we got these to mid-air refuel. We've got F-35s that can make it the whole way. And then you had this week you had the United States and you had Israel having massive missile drills all over the Middle East. I like that some of the American B-52s flew over the Middle East the last few days. You had the Kuwait's Air Force, you had England's Air Force, you had all these groups uh, flying with those B-52s as a show of strength. You had Israeli Air Force uh, fighter planes right there with the B-52s. So cool. So you have a lot of stuff happening that are that are uh, remarkable about those wars. You had some senators there in Israel this last week. Senator Graham said they heard such chilling things about Iran's nuclear program. How they were ready to wipe Israel off the map. They they changed their tone completely when they got in and saw that. This next thing in Israel is really cool. Uh, The the Ben-Gurion airport is retrofitting the airport with a massive rail system. Watch this. To go from the airport straight to the third temple. They're making it that people from 70 nations can fly into the airport, get on a rail system, and all of a sudden you're in the, in the old city to see the temple. I mean, they're, they're ready for this to happen. Boy, when I saw that report yesterday, I was like, oh my Lord, Jesus is just about to come. So you had earthquakes in China, several different earthquakes in China, earthquakes in Afghanistan. You had an asteroid last night that flew by at like 36,000 kilometers per hour. That's 27 times the speed of sound going so fast. They said if it hit the earth, it would wipe a continent off. The planet, so you have all these things happening with nature. We can't even get into the droughts. Can you get into the power grid situations in different places? You had uh, Credit Suisse uh, talk about their uh, the gas coming from Russia, how they're going to have to change the whole system for that. All these things are talking about shortages for next year because of, of the uh, the drought and all the heat this year. So specifically with none of the gas from from uh, Russia so much stuff happening with russia as well i don't even have hardly time to get into it but you had taiwan shoot down a chinese drone so you got taiwan and china getting ready uh, to have a battle. So this is amazing. So what, what do we do? We always go to the Word. Number one, Israel made a nation. Number two, Jerusalem won back. After that, you've got the Hebrew language restored. Then you got the Ethiopian Jews brought back. You've got the revival of the Roman Empire. You've got the fertility of the land of Israel. you got foxes that showed up on the Temple Mount. Fish showing up in the Dead Sea. And then this last year, a few months ago, you had the Dead Sea turn blood red right where Sodom and Gomorrah was. And it happened on the Day of Atonement. So, you had the ritual baths filled up with water on the Temple Mount. You had Rabbi Yitzhak Kaduri prophesy Israel will be ruled by two Benjamins just before the coming of the Messiah. Happened last year. You had the the archway for Baal worship in Palmyra got rebuilt by Russia just recently. And uh, the Talmud says that's the last sign you'll see before the coming of the Lord. So you have all these signs. What are the signs for? They're not to scare you. They're to show you how close you are uh, to your destination. And man, we've got sign after sign after sign after sign. Men will be lovers themselves. My other favorite one about animals is Uh, 172 different species of predatory birds start showing up in the land of Israel. So God's got the cleanup crew right there for the Ezekiel 38 war and for the battle of Armageddon. So... Nature's in position. Russia's in the Ukraine. Russia's in Crimea. Russia's in position. You got foxes on the Temple Mount in position. You got fish in the Dead Sea in position. You have the language restored. You have all these groups in position. And then, like I said this earlier, you have a rail system being built from Tel Aviv, from Ben Gurion, straight to the Third Temple. So uh, it's all set up for the king to come back. Wow. More and more uh, signs you could get into about the, the Sanhedrin getting ready for the oil of anointing, the red heifers, all that stuff. Then after that, you got signals. You had blood-red moons on Passover and Tabernacles a few years ago. That's so amazing how uh, blatant that is. Uh, NASA calls it a tetrad. Four blood-red moons in a row. When's the last time that happened on, on Passover and Tabernacles? 1967 when Jerusalem was won back. 1948, when Israel was made a nation. 1492, at the Edict of Expulsion, when the Jews were kicked out of Spain. So you have amazing thing happen- things happening with certain dates having to do with signs in the heavens, which would be blood-red moons. My favorite, though, I think, is the Bethlehem star. You had Jupiter, a king planet. Regulus, a king planet. Venus, men are from Mars. Women are from Venus. You had Regulus do retrograde motion, form a crown over Jupiter. Uh, that were the... the, the uh, the the planets that came together at the birth of Jesus. The constellation was Virgo. Amazing, these planets come together to show that a king was being born. Well, this last year, NBC Nightly News said we have a celestial event. we got Jupiter, we got Regulus, we got Venus coming together, Bethlehem star, first time in 2,000 years. So, so what do we do with all these? There's so much more activity in the heavens right now, especially with NASA last week did their first DART program where they fire uh, uh, explosives at an asteroid to divert its course. There's not been one uh, article about what happened when they did that last week, so it will be fun to see what happens. So we're, we're there. What do we do? Help our local church, help our local pastor, be more engaged. This is not the time to fit church into your life. It is your life. Why? We're about to see Jesus. I mean, how can we mentally even prepare for the one who was and is and is to come? The whole earth is full of his glory. The shepherd and the bishop of our souls. Come on, the brightness of the glory of God. Jesus gave his life for us. Everything about all these signs is because he loves you so much and you're about to see the king, Jesus. Everything revolves around him. The Bible said it pleased the Father that in him would all the fullness of the Godhead dwell bodily. Jesus, Jesus of Nazareth coming so soon. Have a blessed, wonderful week. We'll come back next week. It'll be cool to see what all happens. Thank you for watching. Thank you for partnering with us. Thank you for sending us. Every church we go into, we're so appreciative that you send us. So thank you. We'll see you next Wednesday.